from the Cornerstone Apostolic Church, located at 524 East Pasadena Street in the city of Pomona. You're listening to Sunday Morning Live, that's SML Inside the Pages, and this is Pastor Carl Henderson. God bless you. Our Sunday morning worship begins at 8 a.m., Tuesday Bible study at 7 p.m., and on Thursdays, Acts of the Holy Ghost. We believe the Bible is the Word of God, therefore we are faithful, we are bold, we are the church. We believe the best way to face opposition is by obedience to the Word of God. There is no plan B, only a plan A, and that's Alpha, God. Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. Listen, if you are looking for a church home, I want you to know we have room for you. You're looking for ministry, you're looking for growth, you're looking for God to be God, this is the place to be. We're going to go into the Word of God shortly. Uh, hope you have your Bibles or your devices available as we prepare to go into the Word of God. nobody greater than our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and I hope that you have told him that today if you haven't you ought to tell him right now Lord there's no one greater than you I've searched all over couldn't find nobody high and low you know and I'm not talking about climbing the mountain <laughs> I'm talking about you know you know what I'm talking about we didn't been high we didn't went low and we didn't find nobody greater than our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. That's a reason to give him praise, to give him glory, knowing that God, uh, he knows everything and he knows all that we have been through and all that we have allowed ourselves to suffer uh, in the search of peace, the search of happiness, a search of love, a search of understanding, a search of acceptance. Uh, just, you know, the list goes on and on. And I know that I came to find it in our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, which he had prepared uh, from the foundation of the world. And certainly for those of you that are listening, I'm sure that you uh, are feeling the same. 
We're going to go into the book of Ezekiel, the 38th chapter, beginning at the 7th verse. And before we go there, Father, in the name of Jesus, we ask, Lord God, that you would go before us. Watch over and keep us. Bless our hearts, Lord God. Bless our mind. You know, Lord God, what uh, every individual is dealing with at this moment. You know, Lord God, our ups, our downs. Lord God, you know those that are sick in their body. You know those that have prayer requests, Lord God. Unspoken requests that only you can resolve. We pray and ask that you would bless them in the name of Jesus. Lord God, help us, Lord God, to do your will. Help us to keep the vows that we've made unto you, Lord God. Lord Jesus, so that we will. Lord Jesus, let your will be done here on earth as it is in heaven. We'll be careful to give your name the praise and to give you glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Lord, I pray and ask that you will bless those that are faithful. Lord God, those that are seeking to do your will, Lord God, and to be full, to be fully filled by you uh, in your spirit, Lord God. Fill those with the Holy Ghost that are seeking you, Lord. Fill us all again, Lord, in Jesus' name. The 38th chapter of Ezekiel, it says, Be thou prepared and prepare for thyself, thou and all thy company that are assembled unto thee, and be thou a guard unto them. Now, that's verse 7 of Ezekiel, and we'll read some more, but. Certainly, you know, before we go too far into that, I want you to recall that the children of Israel were in a situation, and I, I want to say a situation of prepared, being prepared. You know, there are many ways of being prepared. The Lord has prepared us through love. He has prepared us through uh, fire. The Bible said some is drawn out the fire uh, by fear, and some is drawn out the fire by love. And so the Lord has used, has instruments, he has tools he, that, uh, so to speak, that he used to get our attention. You know, uh, whatever God has done, he did it to prepare you for what is to come. The Lord told the children of Israel, he said, I will sanctify my great name, which was profaned among the heathen, which ye have profaned in the midst of them. And the heathen shall know that I am the Lord, saith the Lord God, when I shall be sanctified in you before their eyes. I will take you from among the heathen and gather you out of all countries and will bring you into your own land. And you know, from discussions that uh, the teaching that we have over the past few weeks, we know that uh, there was a fulfillment of God's word in 1948, um, May, May 14, 1948, where Israel became a nation. The dry bones uh, that is in the next chapter uh, came together and Israel became a nation in one day. And the Lord said that he'll put a new heart in them, a new spirit. Well, I put in you and I will take away the stony heart out of your flesh and I will give you a heart of flesh, and I will put my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my statutes, and ye shall keep my judgment and do them. And ye shall dwell in the land that I give to you, that I give to your fathers, and ye shall be my people, and I will be your God. I will save you from all your uncleanness, 
and I will call for the corn and will increase it and lay no famine upon you. And I will multiply the, the fruit of the tree and increase the field that ye shall receive no more reproach of famine among the heathen. Uh, this is the Lord speaking. And, and, and the Lord let Israel know that I'm not doing this because you are such a great people. You, you know, you honored me. Uh, you worshiped uh, because Israel had became like other nations and they, they actually superseded the sins of other nations and found themselves in a situation where God was working with them to get their attention. And that's where Ezekiel, uh, this young minister, uh, standing by the river, received a vision. And in that vision and the instruction that he received uh, has brought us to this point today where the Lord is speaking to Gog and to the other accompanying nations. And he says, Be thou prepared, and prepare for thyself thou and all thy company that are assembled unto thee, and be thou a guard unto them. And so the Bible is telling us, or as the Lord was telling them, to get ready. You know, one of the most important themes or messages of the Bible is about preparedness. Are you prepared? You know, we get prepared for, we prepare for job interviews. We prepare mentally uh, for those hard questions as well as the soft ones. Uh, we prepare for tomorrow, you know, and, and we even prepare for the rainy day and the sunny day. I, I, I'm going to set this aside for when things get a little rough and I'm going to set this aside so that I can, so I can visit the mall. And, you know, so I'm preparing for a sunny day and a rainy day, you know, but what are you prepared for? Are you preparing for what the Lord is saying? Do you have any plans that are actually, or, or the plan that you have regarding God, is it actually being nurtured? You need to prepare for the good. You need to prepare for the bad. And you need to prepare for the ugly. You know, uh, we prepare, you know, I remember uh, hearing the elders say, you know, prepare for the worst. You're hoping for the best and you're looking for the best, but prepare for the worst. And that's some great advice because the scripture says, look at the ant. While it's summer, the ant is out handling business so that when the winter and everything come, the ant is underground prepared for the, the season. And so we should prepare as well. A preparedness. Uh, the Bible speaks volumes and is constantly has constantly warned us to be prepared. And so just like we're in the book of Ezekiel and we, we, we've made just a few notes, notable things about how the, the, the prophecy that was that the Lord told Ezekiel way back in 583 AD, somewhere around there, you know, came to pass 2600 years later. And from his time, and for us, it's only been 73 years. And so the Lord also spoke to Ezekiel, telling him that, uh, and speaking to those that wanted to take Israel, you, you know, if you recall, uh, they, they, they want what they cannot have because it belonged to God. It belongs to him. And, and so, 
uh, the eighth verse says, after many days thou shalt be visited, in the latter years thou shalt come into the land that is brought back from the sword, and is gathered out many people against the mountains of Israel, which have been always waste, but it is brought forth out of the nations, and, and they shall dwell safely, all of them. Thou shalt ascend and come like a storm. Thou shalt be like a cloud to cover the land. Thou and all thy band and many people with thee. This is not something new because we're uh, just recently as we watch the news there, uh, they're trying to solidify uh, a ceasefire with Palestine, Palestine and Israel and all of those that are involved there. But this is much bigger in what in which God is speaking about. We're just seeing a, a sample of things which we have seen down through the years. But there's something that is much larger on the horizon. Uh, we used to sing a song, and we still do, uh, that said there's a storm out over the ocean, and it's moving uh, this way. If your soul's not anchored in Jesus, you will surely drift away. The enemies of Israel will continue to seek opportunities to advance and to take what they cannot have. They can't have it because it belongs to God and he's not giving it up. Thus said the Lord God, it shall come to pass that at the same time shall things come into thy mind. The Lord is speaking to the enemy, those that that are against Israel and those that will rise up against them uh, in the near future. And thou shalt think uh, an evil thought. So there's going to be an evil thought. We have to protect as, as children of God. You need to protect your mind from evil thoughts. The Bible plainly tells us to guard our heart with all diligence. Uh, we need to be careful. And so the enemy that is going to fight against the children of Israel is going to be overtaken by evil thought. And they're going to say, I will go up to the land of unwalled villages. I will go to them that are at rest, speaking about Israel, and I, that dwell safely, all of them dwelling without walls and having neither bars nor gates, and to take spoil and to take a prey, to turn thy hand upon the desolate place that are now inhabited and upon the people that are gathered out of the nations which I have gotten uh, cattle and goods that dwell in the midst of the land they're planning to go and to take what doesn't belong to them they're planning to go against Israel there is there are plans that are in that are being finely tuned right now it's, it's not a secret because the word of God has already revealed it. So NBC, ABC, uh, nightly news, you know, whatever your favorite uh, social uh, network is for catching the news. When they break the news, it's not something new because the word of God has already proclaimed it. They're going to go up against Israel. They're going to look they're looking at Israel as being a defenseless place. In other words, they feel that they, they have enough power, they have enough authority to go up against Israel and to take what they want. Sheba and Dedan, the, the merchants of Tarshish, with all the young lions thereof shall say unto thee, Art thou 
come to take a spoil? Hast thou gathered the company to take prey, to carry away silver and gold, to take away cattle and goods, to take a great spoil? Uh, remember, this is all a, a, this is a futuristic event. This is something that's going to happen in the near future. Events that we see today in 2021, uh, this, is, this is May 25th, 2021, things that we're seeing are not meaningless. Don't ever think for a moment what you hear on the news and what we're watching unfold uh, is meaningless. Don't think that way. It has meaning behind it. Even the pandemic uh, un revealed and unleashed a, a, a number of things that are that are coming into play uh, right in front of us. You know, they're, they're trying to decide what to, well, they've actually made a decision, but how to get it out to you without you going into panic mode is a key. Is a, is a key. But they've already made decisions on how to, uh, where people can, uh, how are we going to uh, say who's been vaccinated, who is not? Uh, we're, we're digitizing and we're behind America is so far behind on so many things. And, uh, you know, but they're like other countries, other places uh, are digitizing things. And, and so with that, uh, with this technology uh, has already been tested out. And so uh, it's going to be uh, placed in uh, or into play uh, in the near future. And so we're watching things. The pandemic, political, the events occurring in our community all have meaning. Therefore, son of man, prophesy and say unto God, thus saith the Lord God. In that day when my people Israel dwell safely, shall thou not know it? And thou shalt come from the place out of the north. Now, if you recall on last week, we identified who God and 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 mission is and turbo and all of those you know as being russia and you know and and neighboring countries uh, that uh, libya and siberia and uh, these neighboring countries that are going to come against israel the bible said they are and so therefore it's going to happen and so they'll come out of the north thou and many people with thee all of them riding upon horses a great company and a mighty army and thou shalt come against my people Israel as a cloud to cover the land. So it's going to be a great multitude of people that are going to come up against Israel. Right now, the, the superpower that, that helps protect Israel is the United States. But in that day, the United States is not going to be considered much a superpower to protect Israel from the, the, the company that is going to come against them. Are you prepared for that? Are you preparing? We need to be prepared. We need to be prepared for what God is saying is going to happen because it's uh, unequivocal. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. It's going absolutely. It's going to happen. They're going to come up against the people of Israel like a cloud covering the land. And it shall be in the latter days that I will bring thee against my land and the heathen may know me when I shall be sanctified in thee, O God, before their eyes. The Lord is going to show his power. 
the Lord is letting us know a chain of events before they occur. Isaiah 42 and 9 says, Behold, the former things are come to pass, and the new things do I declare before they spring forth, I tell you of them. He's telling us of things that have happened in the past and what is going to happen in the near future so that we can prepare our hearts. The Bible says he that hath this hope purifies himself. Where we know that we should be vessels of honor, not vessels of dishonor, but a vessel of honor. And it's our responsibility to keep ourselves as vessels of honor. It's our responsibility to live a, a, a sanctified life. It's a lifestyle. It's not just something that, that we put a we slap a, a label on ourselves as being a saint, but it's a lifestyle. Uh, that means that we are committed unto the Lord. We're committed to the Lord. Let your will be done here on earth. Uh, not in my neighbor's house, but in my house. Uh, as for me and my house, I, I'm going to serve the Lord. I'm going to love the Lord wholeheartedly uh, with all my might, with all my strength. I'm going to love him. I, I'm going to prepare myself to present so that when I present myself before the Lord and, and we present ourselves often before the Lord. When we come to service on, for Bible class on Tuesdays, uh, we're presenting ourselves before the Lord. Somebody may have forgotten that, you know, and so therefore they don't they don't go to Bible class. Uh, not, that's not talking about those that are at work, but those that can be in Bible class uh, or, or Sunday morning, Sunday worship. When you should be in service, you make where you present yourself before the Lord. You, you got it mixed up. You thought you were just going to church. But the Bible said there was a day when the sons of God came together to present themselves. Well, that's what we do when we come to the house of God. Uh, we come to present ourselves. Somebody may have forgotten that. Uh, but I I'm here tonight to tell you that we're presenting ourselves before the Lord. Thus said the Lord God, Art thou he of whom I have spoken in old time? By my servant, the prophets of Israel, which prophesied in those days, many years that I would bring thee against them. I, I've been telling you this for quite some time is what God is saying, that that that, uh, that you're going to go up against the children of Israel. And it shall come to pass at the same time when Gog, G-O-G, Gog, shall come against the land of Israel, said the Lord God, that my fury uh, shall come up in my face. Now the Lord spoke and, and said in one passage, touch not my anointing and do my prophet no harm. Uh, that includes all of them that have been called by God and sealed. Uh, uh, get what I'm saying? I said all of them that have been called by God and have been sealed. There's a difference in being called. The Bible said many are called and few are chosen. So to be sealed, you were chosen. It's up to you to keep the seal. The, the Bible said there was five uh, women that uh, let their oil get very low. And they wanted to borrow from those that had. And those that, uh, that had enough oil were smart enough to say, no, uh, we don't have enough for you. If we give you some of what we have, uh, we're not going to have enough. Why am I going to compromise? Why am I going to jeopardize my soul salvation? Why am I going to jeopardize what I have uh, my, uh, to, to, to give you something that you 
should have prepared for. Be prepared. We need to be prepared. And so uh, they, the five women that was not prepared went to get what they did not have. And while they were gone, the bridegroom uh, arrived and those that was ready went in with the bridegroom and the door was shut and that was it. The, the five that was not prepared did not go in. They weren't nowhere around. They was missing in action because of unpreparedness. You want to be prepared. You want to be ready and not be like those foolish people that are unprepared, that think they all right. I, I have enough. I got enough because I, I went to I went to I went to service last Sunday and I, I'm not going back no more until next Sunday. I, I got enough. Listen, a car runs out of gas. Uh, batteries run low. You need to make sure that you're calling. The Bible tells us, uh, Peter said, make your calling and election sure. So that if you do that, a way will be made for you to enter into the kingdom. I, I have to make my calling and election sure. And just like I do, so do you. None of us is exempt from the word of God. And so we must prepare and we must be prepared. When the Lord delivered the children of Israel uh, uh, from Egypt, he kept watch over them. The Bible tells us in Exodus 13, 21 and 22, it says, and the Lord went before them by day in a pillar of cloud. He led them the way and by night in a pillar of fire to give them light, to go by day and night. He took not away the pillar of the cloud by day, nor the pillar of fire by night uh, from before the people. And uh, the 14th chapter and about the 24th verse says, and it came to pass that in the morning watch, the Lord looked unto the host of the Egyptians through the pillar of fire and the cloud and troubled the host of the Egyptians. The Lord said that when they come up, when God come and those that are accompanying uh, Russia, uh, those that are accompanying Libyans and, uh, and, and the other nations that are going to come up against them, uh, he said that his fury is going to come upon his face. It's going to be like when the, he looked and saw the Egyptians chasing after the children of Israel and he troubled them. He's going to trouble the situation. For in my jealousy and in the fire of my wrath have I spoken. Surely in that day there shall be a great shaking in the land of Israel. The, the shaking is going to be so great that the fish of the sea, the shaking is going to be so great that the fowls of the air, the shaking is going to be so great that the beast of the field, the shaking is going to be so great that all the creepy things that creep upon on the earth, the shaking is going to be so great that all the men, uh, every man, woman, boy, and girl upon the face of the earth is going to shake in the presence of the Lord. And the mountains shall be thrown down and the steep places shall fall and every wall shall fall to the ground. There'll be no place to hide. There'll be no place to run up to because the Lord is going to be rough. He's going to be upset in uh, that day. He said, I will call for a sword against him throughout all my mountains, saith the Lord God. Every man's sword shall be against his brother 
and I will plead against him with pestilence and with blood, and I will rain upon him and upon his band and upon many people that are with him and overflowing rain and great hailstones, fire and brimstone. Now, this takes us into another area because remember that the Lord is speaking, that we're talking about something that's going to happen in the future, something that's going to happen um, in our day or, uh, or maybe another day, but it's going to happen. It's only the grace of God that it hasn't occurred yet, that he is going to send pestilence and blood and rain Upon, and upon the company that come against Israel. And he's going to overflow with rain and great hailstones, fire and brimstone. I don't want to, the only way to avoid seeing this, you don't want to be here to see this. You, you want to read about it now, so you know it, but you don't want to be here to experience it, is to be prepared. Thus will I magnify myself and sanctify myself, and I will be known in the eyes of many nations, and they shall know that I am the Lord. Now, we're going to begin teaching on the book of Re Revelation. I'm, I'm going to begin teaching on Revelation. Uh, this is not the first time, but I'm, this will be the first time that I've done it uh, on, this particular, on this particular platform. And I will approach it as if it is your first time. The goal is to provide clarity. And just as we read about how these, these uh, the 22nd and 23rd verse, uh, this is speaking more so during a tribulation period than it is about something that is going to occur uh, during our time. And then we'll just go on the next day business as usual. No, when this happens, uh, this will be a very specific time uh, in the history of the universe. And so um, remember, 1948 is not that far off, you know, from where we are today uh, for a prophet to see a prophecy fulfilled that some of our ancestors did not see, our grandmothers, our grandfathers, even though they were speaking about the coming of the Lord, uh, even though the preachers, the prophets were talking about the coming of the Lord, there were certain prophecies that were fulfilled before uh, that happened. And we've seen uh, there's been a major prophecy that has occurred. And now the Lord is yet dealing with Ezekiel. When you're reading a book of Ezekiel, where the Lord is preparing the people to take them into a place. And uh, it, it walks right into biblical prophecy of the end time. Just like in reading about with Daniel, Daniel walks you right into the end time uh, by the time you get to that 12th chapter, uh, you're well into uh, our day and time. So for those that say, well, you know, uh, those were the Bible days. No, we're living in the Bible days. These are the Bible days where we are. The Bible does not come to an end. It is not complete until the church is raptured, until the tribulation period has concluded, until the white throne judgment and uh, those that are cast into hell and then hell is cast, the devil and his angel and all of those that, that follow are then cast into the lake of fire uh, will there be forever. Those that follow Lucifer, I didn't, I didn't follow the devil. Yes, you did because you didn't prepare 
uh, you follow the lie that you had time. That's a lie. You don't know how much time you have. That's why he's coming like a thief in the night. Nobody can say, well, I'm going to wait until the, the, the 59th minute, you know, and get ready. No, you're not. You're not the thief on the cross. You don't even, you don't know nothing about that man that was on that cross to, to try to play that role. So we're going to, I'm going to begin teaching in Revelation uh, on Sunday morning. Lord say the same Sunday morning. And, uh, you know, the goal is to provide clarity as we yet continue through the book of Ezekiel, because Ezekiel has launched us into uh, the prophecy of the end time and to give you a good understanding on what triggers the tribulation period. See, there's a trigger. Uh, there's something that's going to occur that is going to begin the tribulation period. It hasn't happened yet. And the only way you'll know it happens is if you're prepared and you'll know instantly what happened. And if you're not prepared, you'll know afterwards. What will be happening during the tribulation period is not something that you want to experience. As so many have claimed that they'll, they'll just, I'll just wait and be saved during the tribulation period. We'll talk about that. Because if you can't live saved now, what make you think you're going to live saved then? You know, desperate people do desperate things. And, and I, I see people doing desperate things even right now in this day and time where, where we have a, a lot of things going on in our favor. So what, uh, we'll be talking about what happens during the tribulation period. Uh, if you are in what is known as Jacob's trouble, what to expect and what not to expect. The final end to all things and those that follow. Now, I want you to know something as I come to a close here that, uh, that you need to understand preparedness, preparedness. Uh, did you know that not choosing is choosing? Uh, someone to say, I, I, I'm not choosing anything right now. Well, you are. You're making a choice not to. There's no neutral ground. Either you're in or you're out. And so we'll be discussing this as, as Ezekiel has pushed us, has walked us in up to this point where the Lord is speaking about redemption. The Lord is speaking about redemption in the end time for his people. And this is a elect group of people that does not include, we'll get to this in the book of Ezekiel, but it does not include the Gentiles. Paul was an apostle unto the Gentiles. But Paul also said that this is a dispensation of grace in which we live in. And so you need to understand that this that uh, dispensation is something that comes to an end. And so the time of the Gentiles will come to an end and we'll see that in the book of Ezekiel. Until then, I want you to be blessed. I want your hearts to be stirred up and you ought to seek the Lord and be prepared. This is Pastor Carl Henderson with Cornerstone Apostolic Church at 524 East Pasadena Street in the city of Pomona. That is Pomona, California. And I hope to see you here or to see you there. And until then, be blessed in the Lord. Mighty God, bless your name, Jesus.